Welcome to the Girl Vibes Only podcast with your host, Lauren Mancini. Love that for us. Please help a girl out. <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. And Anna Marie Warrington. I have two shots. I'm done for the night. Can I get another one sandwich? No pickles. I fucked up. Welcome back to Girl Vibes Only. It's Lauren and Anna Marie. And today we have a really exciting episode. We're going to be talking about rejection. So kind of such a fun topic. We're going to make it fun because I feel like we have a lot to say about it. Um, And we really want to talk about what does it look like for each of us? Because like when you say rejection, I feel like that could mean so many different things. So what does it look like? And then just talk about like, why do we feel like not just us, but the world in general, why are we all scared of rejection? So I think that's what we're going to dive into today. What do you think, Anna? That sounds good to me. Um, I think it's an important topic to go over because rejection can be scary. Um, and I feel like we handle it differently. I feel like we all see rejection kind of differently too, probably. Um, so I think it's a great topic. Okay. Well, I agree. So let's just dive right in. Um, I was going to start out. So rejection to me, like when I think about this, I think of two things specifically. One, I think of dating. So I think of, you know, being broken up with. Obviously, um, I've been broken up with in the past. Um, Everyone has pretty much. And if you haven't, like, tell me your secrets because (laughs) I'm curious. No, tell Um, me your secrets. (laughs) Tell you the secrets. Um, But, you know, of course, that's like a big part of rejection. Like, you know, getting broken up with is awful. It's not fun. And it's something that, you know, plays a huge part into why I think we're scared of rejection, which I'll get into more later. But the other part, and I don't know if this is just me, um, but I feel like it with friends too, like, especially in high school, like Mm -hmm. throwing it back. I feel like there was always so much pressure to fit in with certain groups or to act a certain way to fit in with certain people. And I felt like I had to be so great that because I was so scared of being rejected, I was scared of people Mm -hmm. not liking me or not having those groups of friends. And that made me act certain ways, I think, with certain people sometimes. And I just remember always feeling very scared and nervous to not be accepted right I feel like I feel like those um are very like two common ones for me obviously it's um like dating guys things like that like are typical things I think of when I think of rejection I don't really think of friends because I feel like I've always had like a not that you haven't because you have two but I've had like a very very close knit group of friends for as long as I can remember with like me Molly Morgan and Michael friends was nothing I I mean I obviously wanted friends like that was like a important to me but I've never been concerned about being rejected from friends just because from the beginning it was kind of always like I knew me Molly Morgan and Michael were probably going to be in it till the end together because you just we're all fucking crazy. But so friends wasn't an issue for me. But when I think of rejection, I think of dating and rejection from like sports, career, things like that. 
Yeah. So like, I've definitely like, I actually haven't been broken up with in a relationship, but I've been Hmm. like fizzled out from non-relationships of people just like talking to. And I feel like especially rejection with like dating is so, it's very, very scary, especially online dating and like dating people you don't really know. And not that I am a huge like online dater because I'm definitely not. Um, I hate (laughs) online dating. I think it's so ridiculous, but I feel like my biggest thing with rejection for dating is like, I'm never afraid that this may, that I know this is going to come off wrong and I don't mean it to. I'm never afraid of someone like telling me like, oh, I don't like, I don't like you. I don't want to talk to you or date you or whatever because of your personality or because of this or that. Because if someone were to say that to me, I would honestly laugh in their face because like, I like who I am as a person. Like, that's not something I'm like, if someone were to tell me I don't want to date you because like, you suck I'd be like okay yeah no like you're you also suck right not worth chances are if they don't like my personality I'm also not vibing with them (laughs) so that's like never really a concern of mine for dating because I would if that was the reason for someone not pursuing me I would just laugh at them my biggest insecurity with dating is like if someone were to be like you're ugly that Mm. would like hit me like that that would like hurt for sure yeah like that's my biggest thing with like dating and like getting to know someone and like I hate the beginning stages of like talking to someone like the beginning stages of like actually dating and like that whole thing is fun but like the whole talking get to knowing each other that whole thing I fucking hate I think it's ridiculous I just mm. well so this makes sense of why you hate online dating then because if you're saying that you hate one you just hate doing this like intro like yeah. how are you it's what just do you so do awkward. for living combo but also you hate being judged on looks that's literally what dating on an app is literally like, and that's are... also why I'm bad at it because I've never <laughs> you look at my track record not saying that anyone I've dated is ugly because that's not true but like I've never I've never been one to be like attracted to someone because of like their looks like I always and you go like, for funny yeah or like like their personality yeah so it's very hard to judge that on dating apps that's why I like don't like them and it's like very hard for me because I'm not good with like that instantaneous decision making yeah and so that's like the rejection I feel like I deal with mostly not that I get rejected a ton on dating apps because I don't honestly really go on them a ton a lot or talk to a ton of people on them to be rejected often which is like a thing in itself but that's like the number one thing I think of when I think of rejection and I think it is for like most people and I think that's like this like I don't know that's like something that is scary to me is like getting rejected by a guy which is so ridiculous but like it's just like not like a good feeling well so I think it comes down to it's all about the insecurity so it's like you know when when I used to be so scared to fit in with certain groups and again you were absolutely right. It had nothing to do with the friends I'm still friends with now. Like yeah. everybody that I'm still friends with now, like God bless them. So great. But there was pockets of schooling where I would go through toxic people and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they almost like made you work to be their friend type thing. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that, but it's just like individual people. And that shaped my insecurity. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to constantly be good enough for them. And the same thing with, dating like you constantly feel like if you're rejected even in um a fight like even if you have a fight and you are told choice words that end up coming against your character or your looks or something like that you feel rejected because that's 
they're attacking yourself. Like, mm-hmm. that's very vulnerable. Yeah. And I think that's why people nowadays, like, also get scared in any point of, like you said, professional, um, athletic, like, colleges. Like, mm-hmm. you feel – people take it personally. Yeah. And I think also, like, dating is the one thing. So that's probably the thing I feel, like, most common from rejection – and that, again, not that I get rejected a lot, but it can happen. <laughs> I'm scared of it. Um, but, like, it's also – I just feel like also rejection can just, like, seem like failure, like being afraid to fail at things, like being rejected in that way. Where I have to say that's one thing is, like, my entire life is just me, like, a series of moments of me embarrassing myself and, like, failing <laughs> at doing things. So, like, I'm not afraid to fail because statistically speaking, if you fail enough, you are bound to be successful at some point. So, like – feel like I'm not afraid to fail at things. That's not something that like I struggle with, but it's definitely like being rejected, you know, from a job or rejected from a college, rejected from a sport, like not making a team. Like those are all like things that we all, you know, probably have come across in our life. And um, so I feel like that's like probably the main areas where everyone feels rejection and it sucks. And like, there's nothing you can do about it. But my biggest advice for I don't really have much advice for the whole dating aspect because clearly (laughs) I'm not stellar at it. But as far as it goes for like career, college, sports, everything like that, it is like, don't be afraid to be rejected in those scenarios because most of the time it's like, there's other factors that are, you know, affecting those decisions besides just you as a person and dating. It is solely just you as a person. So that sucks. But in those other forms, um, you know, a job, it could be like a lot of other, you know, political other like factors that could go into it, like the decision making of if you got a job or not. And same with college and stuff like that. So I feel like a lot of it is just like, you can't be afraid to fail at things. Um, like I feel like those are rejection and failure, just two words. I feel like I just see like hand in hand, like go with each other. And so I feel like that's like the biggest take- takeaway I told myself when like trying to not fear rejection is like, you're going to fail. You fail all the time and nothing bad has happened. So like, what's another failure? Like at yeah. some point you're bound to do something good. So let's not worry about it. Right. No, I, I love that. I think that you're right. And when you said like, the more you fail, the more likely you are to be successful. I love that. I mean, I yeah. think that on its own is something great to remember, not even thinking in terms of rejection. Yeah. Um, but, but when I think about it, like, going back, you know, so if anyone listened to the Enneagram episode, I am a people pleaser for sure. uh, Through and through. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's bad. Like me and Anne-Marie spent hours actually looking up all of those funny memes about, uh, Enneagram. Enneagram. It's, it's, it's just so bad. Like I Mm -hmm. am so. Lauren is like, she's like, you're such like a bleeding heart. And like, even this week, I'm not going to go into details, but Lauren literally calls me like in the middle of like an anxiety attack. Like, (laughs) I need you to calm me down. Like, I'm afraid this, that, and the other. And I'm like, dude, calm down. Like, you're I fine. Know. I and just it's just like, people. It's, <laughs> it's funny because, like, in the, I'm just like, so the opposite. So in the moment, I'm like, I like sympathize with you. I totally get it. But also in my head, I'm like, you need to calm down. No, you're but that's fine. why I call you because I, I know you be like, you're I fine. <laughs> just like, okay, yeah, I'm being ridiculous. But it's just like Lauren is such like a bleeding heart and it gets comes out of like the best place. Like, 
sweetest person ever but like I can see where this could be a big issue for you yes and like I didn't even realize like until I sat down and thought about it I didn't even realize that was almost my fear of rejection because it is though because it's like I want to like please people so bad and in relationships both uh dating and friendships and acquaintances and coworkers and like everything like that for me like I get so scared that someone's going to judge me and right reject me because of something I do or don't do yeah that I avoid it at all costs and I try and be completely passive with everything I do but I realized you know how they always say nothing ventured nothing gained like Mm -hmm. I am missing out on opportunities if I fear rejection so like how you said that you fear feel fear (laughs) if I could talk I know scared of all this conversation um how you fear failure I fear the aspect of being personally you know missing those opportunities like I Mm -hmm in giving up that. So like, I feel like I need to remind myself to take a second and look beyond the moment. So look yeah. beyond, which is like what, you know, you tell me to do. I call mm-hmm. you up and I freak out. And then you're like, like, look at the bigger picture. Like, yeah. yes, this is stressful. Or yes, you're trying to please this person. Or yes, you don't want to fail in this scenario. But like, you have to think of the bigger picture. Like, mm-hmm. I truly am one of those people that believes everything happens for a reason. Like, if 100%. you... Like a lot of people probably right now, I I don't know how many college students we have that listen to our podcast, but like you might have heard back from colleges and not gotten into your school that you wanted. And like, you need to remember, like you might go on to meet your best friend in the world Mm -hmm. at the college you're about to go to now. And you would have never met that person if you went into the school you thought was your dream school. And it's like, yeah, you're rejected, but look beyond that moment to see mm-hmm. what it actually means for you. And the same thing with jobs. Yeah. I think that's so important. And I think, um, like, especially, like, with you saying, like, people-pleasing and, like, being afraid of, like, what people are going to think of you. I definitely, like, I don't – me saying I'm the total opposite. I obviously care what people think about me, but yeah. it's not – I care about what, like – people I truly like people who I truly care about I care about what they think of me people beyond that I don't really care whereas (laughs) Lauren does which is normal um but I think it's just a lot about also just like recognizing like when it when it comes to people pleasing and everything like that recognizing what's gonna like help you as a person and help your situation and like make you feel good like you can't people please everyone and like sometimes you just need to like so-and-so may think this of me, but honestly, this is what I, the best is for me right now. So like, I don't really care what they have to think at this point. Like, this is what I need to do for myself. And I think that's important to like remind yourself too, when it comes to like, if you're in a position like Lauren, where like you struggle with like, you know, just wanting to please people and like make them happy and like want them to like think the best of you and everything, which is totally normal. But I think that's really important to like, remind yourself and even just like with any like sort of failure like Lauren was saying like um how everything happens for a reason is like you really have to remind yourself that like looking back on things I'm sure you can look back on things now and be like wow I'm so happy things didn't work out the way I thought they wanted them to yeah like, there are so many instances in my life where I was so upset about things and looking back and like 
dear God in heaven, I'm so happy that what I wanted didn't work out. And like, this is what happened instead. It's like, you have to remind, like when you're going through, especially times like this, you have to remind yourself, like in five years from now, I'm probably going to look back and be like, okay, like, I'm glad that that happened. Like, because this, that, and the other came from it. Yeah, so I, I think, think that's it's like important. I agree. I think it's important to look back. Like if you're going through a rejection currently, think back to a previous time you were rejected and see how it turned out. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and I bet you that you can find positive things that came from that rejection. So yeah. it, it is good. And I feel like it starts to help us be more secure. Like I mm-hmm. definitely am now way more secure and confident and fear rejection a whole lot less than I used to mm-hmm. like, but yeah. that was something I that had to, I had to learn and I had to, yeah. you know, experience a lot of rejection to be able to get to that point. Mm-hmm. But it's because of that, that now, you know, yes, I do get so anxious. Again, I think we talked about, you know, asking for promotions and raises and all that <laughs> crap. I get so anxious still sometimes, but I know that it's going to be okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and again, yeah. We all need to be reminded, example A that you just told about, but like, you know, it's, it's helpful to know that I'm at a much better place than I used to be. And so hopefully, you know, this conversation or just thinking about rejection in general helps everybody else start to realize it's going to be okay. Yeah. And honestly, like being rejected gives you some character. Okay. No one wants to be around someone who isn't humbled and hasn't had a slice of humble pie hasn't been rejected at some point in their life. You need I some think, scars. I think I have the edge I do because I fail at shit all the time. Half, half, literally half of my days are spent embarrassing myself in some situation and failing at something. And I think it gives me character. I'm grateful for all of the stupid shit I do because I will say your failures are a whole lot of fun to recap they're so they're (laughs) so fun I don't think I have a failure that me and my friends don't like in tears laugh about like oh could I tell you some shit let me tell you so I just have to say if you're going through a failure take it with a little bit of comedy okay Mm -hmm. like everyone wants someone with a little bit of edge everyone wants someone with some you know character to them it gives you a story it gives you a story okay so if anything Mm -hmm. take from the rejection that okay whatever this is going to be a this is going to give me some some edge some I don't know the word it's going to give you on your bones yeah it's going to give you a little something spicy a little something extra so just take it like that I don't know why we're both shimmying right now but like we are really shimmying (laughs) and we're facetiming but like that's what you have to think about is like if and especially like like just failing at things in life that's why I think that's why I'm not afraid to fail at things is because nine times out of ten it becomes a funny story for me that like me and my friends can laugh about so I think that's like one I mean that's like my coping mechanism for anything is trying to like laugh at myself for it which you know may not be the best way to cope in some instances but no, um, it works for it, you <laughs> and I think that's the, it, what we need it, exactly like I think you need to find a way to like help yourself through like the failure because if you go through life so scared to fail like you're not ever you're never gonna do anything like exciting or like live on the edge or try something new like if you're so afraid to be like just want to be perfect and never fail like that's not a way to go through life you need to try things and be rejected and fail at things um 
So I think that's important to like as well is like if you're someone who's like for new uh, 2020 goals, I know it's hard to do some 2020 goals now because of this whole quarantine mess. Some of yeah. those things may be pushed to the side. But if one of your goals is to get outside your comfort zone, try something you're afraid to fail at. Yeah. I think that is a great like thing to try and um, it'll push you outside your comfort zone and maybe you'll succeed. And if you fail, then work through failing and being okay with it because it's a great skill to have being okay to fail. Let me tell you. Yeah. My, 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 I'll leave you with, with this piece of wisdom. Just ask yourself rather than what if I fail, ask yourself, what can you actually gain by pushing Mm -hmm. forward by succeeding? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Have that with your humble pie. I would say with your humble pie. I think everyone Everyone needs to slice the humble pie. They do. Everyone everyone needs to not be afraid to fail. Everyone needs to start guessing what you think some of Anna Marie's most hilarious fails are because I if someone guesses you, it right, I guarantee you, you will. We may share. <laughs> uh, like like I'm sure there there are some things I cannot share. Hmm. There are some things I probably can. I'm trying to think I I mean I already shared one, my Valentine's Day episode about me bordering myself my own flowers and then being oh, called yeah, out that from was the flower trail. man that was that trail. that sucked let me tell you that wasn't fun going through it I thought you were gonna bring up your valentine's day fail with michael when you bought a bunch of presents and then got a bar of chocolate oh that was christmas okay. oh that one that little twat <laughs> that's where I thought you were gonna go with that no no no, no, no. I'm trying you to think have oh, a lot of fails I have a failure I'll I'll give a failure that happened a few weeks and probably not a few weeks ago because this was before quarantine but like two months ago right before quarantine actually I was at work and I forgot my password to my computer because I had to change my password the day before and me being me did not write it down so the next day I came in got very frustrated I said I swear to god this is my password why is it working so I had to go down to IT for them to then like you know, go through the whole thing of redoing my password and everything. Cause that's just something I do. And so then I'm down in it and I'm standing there. He like plugs my computer into like whatever he has to, he's setting everything up. I go in, change my password. Everything's fine. He's like, all right, you're all good. And so there was a person standing next to me who had a coffee sitting on the well, mind you, I'm in the IT room, so I don't know why this was a smart idea on this person's behalf. Oh, they had a cup dear of coffee God. out on the table without a lid on it. It wasn't like a travel mug. It was just a normal cup of co- coffee. And me being, like, anxious and, like, awkward around these people I don't talk to a lot and feeling like an idiot for not knowing my password, just wanted to get in and out. So as soon as he said, you're good to go, what did I do? I slammed my <laughs> laptop shut and, like pulled it towards me to like sprint out the door forgetting that I'm plugged into whatever the fuck I was I pull my laptop the cord hits the cup of coffee it spills everywhere all over wires keyboards the entire nine and then I go oh my god I'm so sorry and they uh, like the IT people you could tell were just like I did not need this this fucking morning it's 8 30 I did not need this shit so then I'm like frantically trying to clean everything up with paper towels, like probably making things worse. The girl whose coffee fell over didn't even try to help. I was like, you're rude. You're part of the problem too. This wasn't just my talk up. <laughs> and so I'm cleaning everything up like, oh my God, they're going to charge me for all the damage that happened. 
and they I think they just like wanted me to get out like cleaned it up and they're like it's fine this happens all the time no it doesn't happen all the time <laughs> it definitely did they not happen all make, the they time. could tell I was bright fucking red let me tell you they could tell that I was not okay something about Anna she gets so red which oh is my embarrassed. god so <laughs> red so I'm basically red 90% of my life because I'm constantly embarrassed I'm but dying. That is I sprinted so out of the IT room went to my desk and I said honestly today needs to be over and it's 8 30 oh, oh my god so I bet you you're not making any trips down to IT anytime soon oh absolutely not <laughs> I want all the IT people to just forget that I exist <laughs> they're probably going to like cover oh, your god when you come next time like seriously uh, next time i go like when we're allowed back in the office there's gonna be a sign on the it door no liquids in the <laughs> IT room. which okay that should just be a thing to begin with absolutely no be bringing, i'm like this is i have to say that. that's half not my fault did i <laughs> did i fail yes but it was half that girl's fault it's Dude, totally half your fault though it's well. totally like i'm gonna admit i it's totally mostly <laughs> my fault being but, awkward but if the coffee hadn't been there uh i just would have well i probably would have drugged whatever i was connected to with me so that honestly li- hindsight it could have been worse if the coffee mug wasn't there and i didn't catch myself sooner i could have drugged like three computers with me i don't know what i was plugged into so anna what did you gain from that experience I gained, don't forget your fucking password, <laughs> write it down so you don't have to go into IT. I bet you'll never forget, actually, it's you, but a normal person <laughs> would never forget their password again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just, like, even when you're, like, anxious and, like, stressed and embarrassed or just whatever, like, just watch your surroundings. Dear God. Look, make sure your computer isn't connected to anything. As long watch as out for open liquids, you know? Watch out for open liquids. You like, need a like disclaimer on you when you're walking around. I I I need a disclaimer at all times. I forget what I. <laughs> oh dear. The other thing I did, um, last week, Morgan, my roommate, and I, um, we went grocery shopping, and so we have this new nickname for soda. Okay, it basically came from we when we would have like diet coke or coke, <laughs> we would call it caca. <laughs> Can you get me a caca? So now we've just nicknamed all sodas caca. And so we're in the grocery store and I'm in the soda aisle and Morgan's like a little bit further down from me. And I just like am oblivious to my surroundings and like the aisle is full of people. And I turn to her and I go, yo, what kind of caca? <laughs> like so serious. And everyone stares at us and Morgan's staring at me like shut up you weirdo as soon as ka came out of my mouth I said no this wasn't the time or place and she goes yeah um I don't care whatever you want it was so embarrassing I feel like that could mean so many different things like that's Mm. a lot of good nicknames I mean I'm pretty sure ka ka means shit yeah (laughs) like (laughs) It's not good to say in public. And no, not at all. But th- that's this is me, dear Con. So, so if anyone was doubting, just Anna. two embarrassing stories that just come to the tip of my head that have happened recently. Yeah, um, <laughs> you just pulled them out very quickly. Yeah, because this shit happens all the time. I could probably sit here and give you ten more. 
Oh my god. Well, I but love it. I feel it like and I'm it. fine with it. So you guys should be too. <laughs> Dear God. Well, I think with those gems, I yeah. think it's time we call it a day. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, stay tuned yes. for next Anna embarrassing stories and our next episodes. Sounds sounds like a plan. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Girl Vibes Only podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and stick around for more every Monday morning. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Girl Vibes Only. That's G-R-L Vibes Only. To stay up to date on our latest content and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. T-T-Y-L-X-O-X-O, Girl Vibes Only.